0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor Stewart. This episode is number two in a three-part series on task managers and task management. Today is about how to set yourself up for success once you've decided to use a new task manager, or if you've already been using one but maybe it hasn't been optimized. If you want more information on how to find the right tool, listen to episode 25. Now, whether you're currently using a task or collaboration tool, or you're just getting ready to start using one, you'll want to be sure you're optimizing your mindset, your behaviors, and the structure to successfully sustain usage. That way you can actually get the benefits you desire. Before we jump in, just a friendly reminder that I'll be changing the pricing for the Modern Manager membership community on December 1st. Also a warm welcome to Lori H, the newest member who has taken advantage of this initial low price. New membership starting December 1st will begin at $20 instead of the $5 that they are right now. But if you join before the change, you can keep all your benefits and continue paying only $5 per month. This is my way of saying thank you to the early supporters of the podcast. So if you've been thinking about joining but haven't yet done so, now is the time. The link is in the show notes. It's patreon.com slash modern manager. Now, on to the show. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, Mamie Canfer Stewart. I talked about it in episode 25 but it's worth starting with again. Introducing a new technology tool to your workflow, whether doing it alone or with a team, shouldn't be taken lightly. Technology is not a medicine that magically fixes everything once you start taking it. You actually have to work the technology in order to reap the benefits. That means that it's not really about the to-do app making you more productive or less stressed or more aligned. It's actually about your behaviors that are enabling those. So whether you're using a tool on your own or with the team, there are a few things you'll want to consider to set yourself up for long-term success. Number one, take some time to decide how to structure your work in the app. Depending on the app you choose, you'll have different options for structure. You may have an organizational level, a workspace level, and then a project level within that, or you may just get one level of lists. It can get overwhelming when you have lots of content in your app, so if it's not structured in a logical way, you and your colleagues may get frustrated that you can't find things. So decide how you're going to group your related tasks. For example, are you gonna have one project for all things related to marketing? That would include your blog, social media, PR efforts, website management. Or will each of those projects be their own? This may seem a bit in the weeds, but trust me, once you get lots of tasks and data into that app, it's gonna be hard to rearrange things. Think of it like your closet. It's much easier to put your items into an empty closet in an organized fashion. But once things are in there, if you wanna move stuff around, it can become quite a mess. Number two, decide on norms for how you'll use your app. If you're using this tool with a team, create and agree upon the norms together. All right, now what do I mean by norms? I'm talking about the explicit ways that you're gonna use the tool both the features of the tool and your behaviors or practices for using it in general. And if it's just you, you still want to be clear with yourself about these practices. Otherwise, chances are that you'll give up or get frustrated after a few days or weeks. There isn't exactly a clear boundary between how you're going to use the features and how you're going to use the app. So approach this in whatever way makes sense for you. I like to think about the features that the tool itself is providing. So a few examples of things to consider, which have been extremely helpful for me, are how am I going to use tags and what tags do I need? I love the ability to add tags to create more ways to filter and view my tasks. So I have a tag called home for things that I need to do when I'm at home. And I have a tag called clients for things I need to do for clients. I also have one called urgent for anything I need to do that day. Other people create tags for the type of work they need to do, like email, phone calls, desk work. There are unlimited ways to use tags, so think about what might be useful to you. Just pay attention to how your app controls the tags. In some apps, tags are specific and private to the user, and in others, they're public to your whole team. Another feature you'll wanna consider if you're working with a team is how you're gonna use commenting. Will you use the commenting feature inside the app to communicate about tasks, or will you use other forms of communication like email or your chat app? Another thing to consider is how you'll use due dates. Will every task you input always have a due date, even if it's arbitrary, just so that you don't forget about it completely? Or will you add due dates as you decide on them every single week? You also want to think about the behaviors associated with using your task app. These are the practices with how you're gonna interact in general with the tool and keep it up to date and use it to help you prioritize your work. So here are a few things to think about from that perspective. What is your routine for adding new tasks and updating existing tasks? Some people prefer to capture information on paper and then at the end of the day, they input everything from their notebook into the task system. I personally tend to put things in as I think of them. And if I do happen to write something down on paper, I'll usually add it when I get back to my desk or off the phone call so that I don't forget. Another behavior is deciding what tasks you need to do today. So will you look at the task app each morning or the night before? Are you gonna check it periodically like at lunchtime? Or maybe only when you get an alert or an email reminder? I personally like to start my day with a scan of my calendar and all my tasks that are due this week. Most apps have a way to view all of your upcoming tasks, and so I do a rundown to select what's most important for today. Then I give it that urgent tag. I also do a weekly review where I go through all the tasks in my entire app and check all the due dates of things that are coming up so I don't miss them. If you're using the app with the team, another thing you'll want to think about is how to handle requests that come through a different mode. Who's going to be responsible for making sure new tasks get into the task tool? Is it the task owner's job to input it or the requester's job? As a manager, it's particularly important that you role model whatever behaviors you agree on. If you decide to only assign tasks to the tool, not by email or in chat or when you're walking by someone's desk, you need to make sure that you are assigning tasks through the tool. And if someone asks you to do something in one of those other modes, politely let them know that they need to send the request via the task app. Number three, once you've answered the questions one and two on how you'll structure your content and what behaviors you'll adopt, you should spend some time thinking about how you're gonna make all of this work with your existing routines and how you're gonna hold yourself accountable. What behaviors do you have that will need to change? What's gonna be challenging about working in this new way and how might you overcome those challenges? One thing I do is check my to-do app before I check my email when I get to the office. It's so natural to check email that by associating my to-do app with my email, I remind myself to check it before I get sucked into other work. So think about ways you can build in new routines that are associated with existing routines or existing behaviors. That'll help you stick to them. Also, be honest about where you're likely to face real challenge. For example, do you love paper and pen? If so, you probably aren't gonna give that up. And so instead, you need to find a way to make them work together. This probably means taking a few minutes every day to transfer tasks written down into your to-do app. You might even want to block 15 minutes on your calendar at the end of each day so you have time to do that and a visual reminder. Do you already have a system for reviewing and prioritizing your tasks each day or week? If not, you'll likely need one. A digital task list can quickly become unwieldy without a plan for managing it. So maybe you wanna block 15 minutes each morning to go through your digital task list and select what you wanna work on that day. I like having a paper to-do list for all of the items that I've tagged with urgent so I can refer to it at any time during the day without having to go back into the task app. Then at the end of the day, I can click on the urgent tag and check off everything I've completed. Maybe the challenge you're going to face is that you're not used to capturing anything at all and not writing tasks down or making lists of any sort. Are you prepared to start capturing things? And how are you going to do that? There are lots of different ways to capture tasks, but you'll actually have to start capturing them. So maybe you'll put them right into the app. Or maybe you want to make voice memos for yourself. Or you want to write it down on paper and transfer it later. Whatever it is you think you're going to struggle with, come up with some approach to try and then hold yourself accountable. This is particularly true when working with a team. I highly suggest that you schedule a weekly check-in for using a new tool or add it to your team meeting agenda. You wanna have time to review how it's going with the app. Share moments of success. When is your team as a whole or when have you individually benefited? And where were there moments of struggle or conflict that you need to problem solve or resolve as a team? Just because you've started using a tool doesn't mean you've actually figured out the best ways to use it. So you'll wanna make sure that you're giving yourself time to check in and ask those questions. How is this going? Are we getting the benefits that we hoped for? And if not, what can we do differently? Number four, set up the infrastructure. Get everything set inside the app so that when you start inputting content, it's totally ready to go. Create any projects or folders or lists and begin transferring your content in. Create any tags you need so you can put all the relevant information in for each task. Connect any integrations. Make sure your notifications are set up. Even add your avatar picture. It's much nicer to see your smiling face when you're assigned a task than that default color with the initials. And all these little details matter. Also, download the desktop version and add it to your doc if you're planning to use it that way. Or if you prefer the web version, add the app's URL to your startup pages for your browser. Make it as easy as possible to access the tool so that it's right there when you need it. The last thing I want to talk about is getting your content into your task app. Many people have the experience, including myself, where the more you input into your task system, the more you can rely on it, and therefore the more you'll put into it, the more you'll refer to it, which creates a nice virtuous cycle. So you'll want to start by getting as much information into your system as possible in a highly organized way. Again, if it's not organized, it can feel overwhelming when you go to use it. I like to start with the brain dump and collect all the tasks from all the places that they may be hiding. This is a practice I learned from getting things done. There's an incredible amount of stuff that we're holding onto in our brains that's eating up a ton of brain power and energy. It's like having the engine of your car idling all day while you're parked. So sit down with a blank sheet of paper and a pen or a blank Google Doc And just start listing out everything you've got to do. If you're waiting on something from someone, write that down. If it's a personal task, like make a dinner reservation, write that down too. If you have tasks in another to-do app, pull those up. If you've got tasks in notebooks or on post-it notes, get those out. You want to start with a full plate of tasks so you can put everything into your new system. I actually do this every week or so, just to make sure I've gotten everything out of my head and out of my notebooks and into my to-do app. And now that you've got it all out, you can start inputting. If this is your first time, this process may take a while, but once you're up and running, a weekly brain dump only takes about 10 or 15 minutes. Remember, you don't need to get it all right the first time. This is a journey and you'll learn as you go, You'll discover what behaviors are challenging to stick to and which new ones you might want to add, and you'll find features that you love and ones that are missing and ones you didn't even know you needed. You'll also likely go through ups and downs with usage, sometimes being totally on top of it, keeping your tool totally up to date, and other times maybe forgetting to use it or fully abandoning it for a few days. But don't worry, that is totally natural and to be expected. You'll be much better off if you start with a strong foundation. So be intentional about how you want to use your tool and then dive in with both feet. You need to be fully committed and go for it. Otherwise, you're basically giving up before you've even gotten started. Over time, you might find that using your to-do app becomes almost habitual. But in the beginning, you really need to be intentional and patient and invest in using it. Invest in yourself and your team. So as a quick recap, as you get started with your new tool or you recharge your current tool, do the following. Number one. Decide how you'll structure your work in the app and what tags you need. Number two, decide what behaviors will support your usage, both how you'll use certain features and what processes you'll use. Number three, reflect on what will be challenging and how you're gonna overcome those challenges and how you'll hold yourself or your team accountable. Number four, set up the infrastructure so that your app is all ready to go. Number five, do a brain dump. Gather all your tasks from all the places they're hiding and get them into the app. In episode 29, I'll talk more about some common challenges and practices for using a task manager. But if you follow these approaches from today, you'll have a great base to start from. To help you with all of this, you can get the free mini guide for this episode at maimyks.com slash podcast 027. And while you're there, subscribe to my newsletter and you'll get the future mini guides delivered to your inbox. To get the full guide, go to patreon.com modernmanager and join for only $5 until December 1st, so do it now. When you join, you'll also get access to all of the prior guides and special guest bonuses. For $20, you can join my group coaching calls, and the next one is coming up on Wednesday, November 21st. So go to patreon.com slash modernmanager and join today. Until next time.